Are you feeling like life is going too fast? Are you tolerating things? You know, those little things that eat away at you, but you keep doing them because you think you have to? Is your life going through a transition like so many in the world are right now? Or as a leader, are you understanding more than ever that cliche that it's lonely at the top? Think about how great it would be and feel to have someone come alongside you, support you, and lift some of that weight off your shoulders. No matter who you are or what stage of your career, business, or life you're in, every one of us deserves to have a strong coach in our corner. That's why I decided to share in today's episode what it's like to receive professional coaching, when it's a good time to hire a coach, and how to identify a strong coach that's right for you. I'm going to give you the gritty and some remarkably relevant information that you need to know and what those who are driven to excel are doing differently, their approach, and how you can get in on it too. Hello, I'm Rita Hyland, and you're about to discover what it means to position your business, career, and life to play full out. This show explores the way leaders just like you embrace and achieve their ambition without working harder or grinding it out any longer. So if you want to take your life, business, or career to a playing full out status and do so while being the happiest high performer in the room, then hang with me because this show shares everything you need to know using the best of neuroscience, transformational psychology, and a bit of spiritual wisdom to help you change fast, even when it's uncomfortable or scary, or you failed to do so in the past. All this so that you can enjoy more freedom and prosperity in your business and life. I'm happy you're here. Hello there, friends. Today's topic of how to hire a strong coach has come about after several conversations I've had lately with people desirous of how to find a coach, but also some stories of those who have identified coaches that may or may not be right for them. So I thought in today's episode, I would share with you some of those questions and the answers and provide a process for you so that you could be confident when you know it's the right time to hire a coach. Now, I'm going to share, first of all, a few different kinds of coaches. Know that coaches are not all alike. They don't all have the same level of experience and expertise and talents and methodologies and styles. And so, therefore, the process can at times feel overwhelming or daunting. One of the things, however, that all coaches have in common as a outcome is that they are there to help you get a result. A coach is there to help you get a result more quickly and with less pain than you doing it on your own. When you're going about finding the right coach for you, it's therefore really important to know what results you want from the process. What outcomes do you want? What's worth investing your time, energy, and money in a coach? What product do you want that would be a equal exchange? Time and reflection on that is really important. What does wild success look like when I have completed my experience with this coach? That's something for you to answer. And then once you do, you're able to better ascertain if, for instance, you need this first coach, a business coach. A business coach is there to help you get the guidance to set goals, to identify opportunities, to help you create and follow through on your plan, and to ultimately grow your business. 
A coach is not a consultant. They're not a boss. They are there to help you hold you accountable to these actions, but they are designed not necessarily to help you fix your problems, but to pull forth from you, your expertise, your own experience, your own wisdom, your own insight, because you likely as the founder or someone with years of experience in this particular career path or industry or as this individual in your business, likely have a lot of all of those things. The great coach is able to pull those forth and support you in creating a strategy to apply them. They're able to reflect things back to you that they're hearing and thereby help you, like I said, get there more quickly and with less pain than if you were just doing it alone. They're there to help you see on a a higher level with a new perspective as opposed to oftentimes working simply in the day-to-day on the urgent and not being able to see the different vantage points. A health coach is the next coach I'll talk to. They are there to help you access more energy, more vitality. They're going to help you create a strategy for your optimal health and hold you accountable so that you follow through on it. There are weight coaches on, and that fall underneath the, the health category. There's strength coaches. So there's a lot of subsets to these coaches as well. The clearer you are on what it is that you desire, the more easy it is to identify one for you. Next coach is the personal life coach. That's where I began many years ago when I interviewed a coach in this crazy, unknown, what is it, profession of coaching. And a life coach is there to help you overcome limitations, some that are visible, some that are invisible. I think the thing that I thought was so profound about the coaching experience that blew me away that I had no idea of is that a coach is there to help you become more self-aware so that you can remove the blocks in places that you've been repeating maybe self-sabotaging patterns or that you just can't see because it's been a habit of yours for so long or it's a blind spot or a belief that's been holding you back. The personal life coach also really, their goal is to help you align your life with your priorities so that all of the categories of your life are working in balance. And so one, you know, if you have a high value for devotion to your family, as well as your dedication to your career, that one is not sacrificed at the expense of the other. Ultimately, a personal life coach is there to support you in having greater inner peace and happiness. And then that raises your performance in those different categories of your life. The leadership coach, and that is something that I am, helps you gain the skills to stay motivated, even in challenging times, and to be able to positively influence other individuals for higher performance. What's really interesting and the reason that the personal life coach and leadership, where those two can be interconnected is that it's important as a leader that you expand yourself, that you become more self-aware, that you you can't lead beyond who you are. And the leader you become has everything to do with how much you expand yourself. There's a direct correlation between the two. As you expand yourself, you expand your leadership and you're able to support others to their higher levels of performance, which ultimately amplifies their impact and your impact in whatever category of life or business or career or whatever it is that you're leading. So what exactly does a strong coach do? Coaches are guides. 
They are not bosses. They are not there to tell you everything. They're there to, again, bring forth your wisdom, your expertise, your existing levels of intelligence and resources that you already have. They engage you in a way that has you show up at a higher version of you and that you may never have considered to think bigger about who you are, think bigger about your contribution, to think bigger and with a more expanded way about how it is that you access and unleash more of your potential. Some of the qualities of a good coach, again, I can't emphasize enough that a good coach is focused on results. They have longevity in their profession because they have gotten results for their clients. And that's really important. One of the other things to look for in a good coach is that they need to have as much strength in their support as they do in how they challenge you. So what I see a lot of times is that coaches and what I hear about from others who have had coaches is that they listen to them and they support them. What we know is that they also, a good coach has to have a good deal of challenge. We only expand, we only progress when we are stepping outside of our comfort zone, when we're doing things that challenge us. And a good coach is always, every time they're meeting you, asking you to think bigger and to expand and to take action that moves you beyond what you're currently doing. Because if you don't feel challenged, then you're probably doing the exact same thing that you were doing before. So being aware and sort of asking how they might even grade themselves on a scale of one to 10 in the areas of support and in the area of being a challenging coach is something to consider. The third quality of a good coach is that a coach needs to be a good listener. They obviously need to be able to ask good questions, and that comes as a result of being a good listener. A coach is not there to make you them. They're there to bring forth your strengths, your potential, your truth, and to amplify it and to help you see those opportunities that exist. I really feel strongly in this fourth quality that a good coach has done their own work and is continuing to do their work, which means that a good coach has their own coach. They are continuing to grow themselves. It's the only way they need to expand themselves so that you don't outgrow them. And a good coach also is putting their money where their mouth is. If they're saying and believe, like I do, how important having a coach is, you want to make sure that your coach is doing their work and what their opinion is on having a coach. I've had a coach since the beginning days, I mean, for 30 years, and coaches of all kinds, which I've mentioned, and sometimes more than one coach at a time because they are different. What I know is that I'm always expanding. I'm always getting results that are greater than if I was doing it alone. So that's why I have always seen and I always evaluate is this investment. And I think it's a backward question I love to ask is what is worth my investment or whatever investment's being asked for by this coach? What would have to happen in order for me to feel that this was a good investment? And so that is how I draw forth my outcomes that I want, my results to ask them for and say, this is what I want you to deliver. Know that it is a team approach. I believe that in all relationships, we're 100% responsible for 50% of it. So we have to all do our parts. A good coach is going to meet you at the 50. Only you can do for you, as my shaman says, only one can do. Only one person. And that means you can do for you. 
So someone can support you and lead you to turn on the light switch or lead you to take the leap, but you have to ultimately be the person who is taking that step or taking that action. The fifth quality that I would share that is really important for a good coach is that they're reflecting back to you what they hear so that you can see yourself more accurately. Like I said, it's hard to see it when we have three different perspectives in our own mind or five different perspectives. Coach is simply going to mirror back what they're hearing. They're not going to project back what they feel. And, and a lot of times when coaches haven't done their own work, it can be very easy and I can spot that they're projecting their own stuff versus reflecting me or reflecting an individual. What I have found personally and that has been you know, shared with me is that coaches say things that you've never heard before because they are available to say it. They are not in need or attached of having you like them or even having you as a client. So a strong coach is not there to be your friend, but they are to be your biggest cheerleader. And as I tell my clients, you have me 100%. I am your number one fan the moment that you hire me. At the same time, one of the biggest strengths that anybody would ever say of a coach is that they are able to tell you things that nobody else, even those who love you dearly and want the most for you, are able to say or may have the courage to say or maybe even have the clarity to say. A lot of times we don't tell people things truthfully or honestly because we don't want them coming back and determining or seeing things in us that we don't want exposed. But when you go through a coach, you know that they are your number one fan. And the more that you're able to bring up and to expose, to me, it's like the knot in a muscle. You want to be able to push through it. You want to free it so that their flow begins again. And that's what a great coach is able to do. One of the things to think about that you know ran against what I used to think is a very analytical left brain individual is that a lot of times we will look for who has the most training, the certifications, the greatest followers and listeners. And one of the things I've learned from the research and says for all levels of types of, of support systems is how good is the fit rather than any other criteria. And the fit in the relationship, and I'll tell you how to go about identifying that, is the most telling indicator of the success that the client will have in the coaching relationship. So making sure that that fit is there is really, really important. You want to know what you want from the coach, as I mentioned before, because then you're able to have a candid conversation with them about that. And most coaches will allow you to have a small consultation or coaching strategic conversation so that you're able to identify, you know, is this a good fit or not? And what I will tell you with some who have had coaching relationships, if a coaching relationship is not working out or good, there should be no inhibition or shyness around ending that relationship. Neither person, I would say, wants a relationship that doesn't serve. Indeed, if you're being challenged, look at your own, you know, how is that person and what is that person there for? But also be aware that ending a relationship that doesn't work because is fine because there are a ton of really, really, really great coaches in the world. And you finding yours is key. Now, let's go into the three ways to find the right coach for you. I'm someone who tends to think that the World Wide Web is a very hard place to start if you want to find a coach. 
But if you're in a company, for example, you can see if they have coaches that they recommend. Maybe they have a list that you can interview these coaches from. Be clear of what it is you want because you don't know what the breadth or depth of coaches that they have at your organization to offer. If that is not something that's available, the second recommendation I have is from people like you, people that you trust who have had a coach and have had success with that coach. Those are the people who highly regard their coach. Ask them questions. Look for people. People have had coaches. And you can ask some people. Not everybody shares that they have a coach. But when you start to plug away and ask people, especially those who are doing well, or say, what do you attribute your success to? Many of them will identify that they have worked and continue to work with a coach and share that. That will give you opportunity then to talk to the coach directly and to see if there is a fit. Once you set up that conversation with a coach, like I said, most of them will have those types of calls, depending on what it is that you're pursuing. You want to know, do they meet in the way that you meet? Do they do one-to-one? Do they have just classes? Do they do group coaching? Do they do hybrid, a combination? You want to know for yourself what kind of a coach you want. And does that coach have the style that delivers it? The questions that you want to ask, like I said before, is I'd want to know if a coach has a coach. I'd also want to know their methodology or their style. How often do they meet? Do they meet virtually or by phone, in person? You know, who is their ideal client? And are you their ideal client? And beyond just what does the process look like, what is their greatest methodology that they use? Do they have current or past clients that you can ask to talk to? I'm really big on hearing that they've had success, um, not just from the testimonials I read, but maybe even interviewing some of their clients. You want to ask what the minimum amount of time that you can work with the coach is, or if there's different ways to build up to that relationship so that you can start to get familiar with the coach. Maybe they have podcasts, maybe they're speaking somewhere, maybe they're being interviewed somewhere that you can get more of a feel of how that coach works and their personality, their style, their methodology from those places. There's eight different reasons that I came up with when it's a good time to hire a coach, and I'm sure there's more, but these are the ones that are probably a good thing to check off on your checklist. Maybe the first being that you're feeling stuck. You've hit all the traditional levels of success, but that you're feeling like some category of your life maybe is off and that you're not able to progress it like you do with your normal methods or means and as you have in the past. So that's one good indicator. Good coaches, remember, can accurately diagnose the real source of the problem so that you can use the right prescription. And that was what was interesting to me when I was first getting my first coaches is that so often I was going after the wrong strategy for the solution. I was going to the the pharmacy and getting the wrong thing that was just going to treat the symptom and not really get at the root. And so consistently the same struggle or problem was returning. A good coach is able to accurately diagnose that source, the root of the problem so that you can use the right prescription and officially and sustainably continue your real results. The next idea to hire a coach is when you're ready to get to your next level. I've heard of a just recently a top-level surgeon who is getting a coach to up-level his ability to perform surgery at even a higher level. 
So understand that coaches of all kinds are also designed so that you take it to the next level. You think of any of the top golfers that I watched yesterday. All of them have coaches, although they are already fabulous in their fields. Understand when you are ready to go to your next level, or you want to elevate, or you want to expand, or you want to test your edges even further, a coach is a good hire, and that could be a good time. The third reason is that you are in a position of leadership, and you're realizing that, as I mentioned before, leadership at the top is lonely. And so you're not probably at that point getting the feedback or the insight or having the connection, the depth of connection that you have had earlier in your career. And this is a reason that a lot of business owners come to hiring a coach because they need another set of ideas, thoughts, perspectives, and someone to challenge them, which they're not probably still getting at certain levels of their positions nowadays. The fifth reason, a good time to be a hiring a good coach, is that you're making a transition or you're experiencing one in your life. A transition might be a divorce. A transition might be a birth. It might be a death. It might be a number of things. There's all kinds of transitions, happy ones. There's hard ones. But when you're in the midst of a transition, it's another opportunity to get the support that you need. Another reason and good time to hire a coach is when you're looking to change a very specific area of your life and... That might be a habit that you want to change, something that you've recognized already is has been holding you back for some time. When you're experiencing burnout is still another good time to hire a coach. You realize that the way you're living isn't sustainable, the way you're doing things isn't sustainable, and you've hit you know, that threshold. Maybe you're seeing that you're indecisive, you're unable to make decisions on your own and take action, and that's been happening for some time. And finally, when you recognize that fear is getting the better of you, that's another good time to hire a coach. When fear seems to be consistently thwarting you and not supporting your being able to move forward when traditionally you've had no problem doing that. I thought I'd just mention a couple mindset shifts that really need to be considered in order to go forward and hire a coach. For a long time, I thought that I should be able to do things on my own. And I see that continually be a block for smart, highly functioning individuals that I should be able to do this on my own. And, you know, I've, I've been successful to this part. Why can't I continue to achieve in the same way? What I would just say is that going alone will limit you in every category of your life. It will limit you, it will hold back the experience, the level of fulfillment, the enjoyability, the pace of which you make progress And so give thought to that. The real strength is in vulnerability as opposed to really saying I'm strong because I'm operating in a silo. The second shift is this idea that it's not going to work out or it's not going to work. And that is a very easy one to come up because our brain is always seeking certainty and it's going to do anything to avoid if things aren't certain. So it's not going to like a change. It's not going to like an addition of somebody. And so when you're in a space of this might not work out or it might not work out, whatever way it is that you find that that's coming up in your mind is to ask yourself the opposing question, what if it did? What if it worked out amazingly? What does that look like to me? And what would support me in moving beyond, you know, having to have that level of certainty? I love these four questions that what's the worst thing that can happen? 
you know, if I did do it, what's the best thing that could happen if I did do it? What's the worst thing that could happen if I didn't? And what's the best thing that could happen if I didn't? And really, again, answering those four questions can help you move beyond the stagnant place of it might not work out and noticing another place where your brain is keeping you from being able to move forward. What I can tell you is hiring a strong coach, the right coach for you, can be one of the most rewarding and life-changing experiences that you have for yourself. But the ramifications are profound for those who are around you every single day. We are sharing our frequency. We're sharing and exposing others to us And that when we grow ourselves, we become the model for others to do the same. When we step through our own fears, as Marianne Williams said, we support others in moving through their own. And so being a model for that, being a model for getting help, if you will, getting support, getting what we need, the fuel, the resources, so that we can show up and actually deliver on the reason that we're here is, again, one of the most rewarding things that you can do. But again, finding the coach that works for you, the strong coach for you is important. My intention here has been to make sure that when you are ready to find a coach, that you feel more comfortable in doing so. And if you're looking for the right coach for you and you're challenged, connect with me directly and I will see if I can make a match for you. I can't emphasize enough that when you're ready to have someone in your corner to help you step into that greatest version of yourself, that I'm here to have that conversation with you and help you figure out what's best and your next best steps and how I can support you with that. So let this be the year that you come alive, that you think bigger about you and what you have to add in every category of your life. Strong coaches will help expand your well-being. And the most amazing thing that happens that as you do that is problems that you faced but aren't even working on directly, have a way of clearing themselves up. It's an amazing experience. And to the extent I can support you with finding and matching you with a coach, I will leave information in the show notes on how to do that. We will see you next time on the Playing Full Out podcast. Thank you for being with me today. By you listening to this, it tells me you're interested in growing yourself and likely not just for yourself, but to positively influence others as well. If you enjoyed this podcast, go ahead and share this with your friends and colleagues. When leaders like you grow yourself and then grow others, we all are positively impacted. If you have questions, I'm here to answer them and may even use them in our upcoming podcasts. Go ahead. You can send those questions to Breakthrough at RitaHighland.com. Remember, a half version of you is not enough. The world needs the full version of you at play. I look forward to seeing you on our next podcast.